Ephemeral，Hello everyone，Welcome to join our ephemeral time. I'm your host Summer. Now we are into our new series, Hello Ephemeral Berliners, and tonight we have our first guest, Dilion. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. And our first guest,、uh, he is currently not in Berlin. So let's have him first tell us about his current location and give us a brief introduction. Welcome, Dilio. Yeah, I'm living in LA now, but I still am technically studying in Berlin.、Um, I just don't have to be there. <laughs> Okay, so you are doing remote study still. Yes. When will you be graduating? Or um, I'm wrapping up a thesis now, so it's really just work on my own, and that will be all finished by July. Okay. So, what is your major, and what in which university or academia are you studying? Can you briefly tell、yeah. our audience? I'm mastering in sound studies and sonic arts. Um, at Utica, Utica in Berlin, it's a like a three-year program in like the career section of that school.、Mm. So, is it like this study program that brought you to Berlin, or some other reasons? Yeah, mostly、mm-hmm. to study and also figure out ways that I could live、um, abroad,、mm. which I'm not doing now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what made you decide to? Live out of the states for some time. Like, uh, why I why did you、uh, wanted to live、um, abroad? Yeah, because because I have one life, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So to try living, and I mean, you know, living in Europe, you're kind of surrounded by a lot more countries, and it, it's a lot more feasible to like explore、um, different places. And meet people from all over, which can happen here in an international city. But you know, it's it's just even for me to fly somewhere else is just a really big deal、um, yeah. compared to there, depending where I'm going. So is Berlin your first station to live outside of the states, or have you been living other cities, other countries before?、Um, Not in my adult life. When I was a kid, I lived in Australia a little, but、um, uh, no, it's a f- I've I've traveled, but I never lived anywhere、um, until Berlin, and since then. Hmm. Yeah.、Uh, so based on what I know, you had lived in Berlin for two years, right?、Mm-hmm. Is it a long time for you, or like short? It was pretty short. And it was right in the basically pandemic, like started after I moved there. So、okay. it went by pretty fast, I would say. So you came to Berlin like two thousand nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah, like yeah. summer. So I had about like half year before the pandemic.、Mm. So what did you do before the pandemic? How did I mean, you unveil Berlin in your way? <laughs> What did I do? I had a lot more fun. <laughs> I think, although I was going through a rough time at first, I traveled a bit. I I went out <laughs> to、mm. like club, and I engaged, you know, in my program with my classmates and stuff. And you know, winter came pretty soon, so I like kind of bunkered in a bit. But I thought, you know, 
I would probably just go out soon, <laughs> but then, you know, okay. stay there for a while. Yeah. So you mean like in the whole summer before winter comes, you were basically outdoor? Yeah, I was outside a lot. I was traveling a lot. I was、mm-hmm. spending a lot of time like just walking through the city. Because、uh, when I came, I was going through a rough time, really like engaging a lot with a lot of things. But yeah, once it got colder, you know, like everyone, I was kind of in more, but I was kind of hoping to explore the city a lot more in the spring. But obviously, things changed a lot. Yeah, that's true. So, what were your first impressions about Berlin when you first arrived? I feel, or on my personal opinion, Berlin in summer is like the best time for this Some, city. Summer, you said. <laughs> yeah.、Like、yeah. Summer here. I think the next summer, even though it was like still in the pandemic, but Berlin, like、mm-hmm. people were out, you know, people were like, we did good. So yeah.、Um, so I think the next summer, I really had a great time.、Um, the first summer,、mm-hmm. I, I was like I said, I came and I was struggling. I was kind of like in my own things a lot、okay. and not able to like fully feel good about, you know, even though I was engaging and stuff, like because of my personal things. I didn't have a great feeling at first when I came to Berlin. I missed a lot of what I left behind. I left my cat too. Like I was gonna bring him, but I decided not to. So for me personally, I, that first summer, even though a lot of things were happening, I, I just couldn't appreciate the city, and I was just really trying to be okay in a lot of ways.、Um, but I mean, I had a lot of thoughts about Berlin. A lot of mixed thoughts. About、yeah. Berlin, I'm trying to like time travel a bit here. Please, <laughs> I'm、As、here with was, you. Yeah, I think that first period of Berlin was, I I couldn't feel good about things to be <laughs> to be honest, and so like that reflected in my feeling about the city too. I just couldn't、mm-hmm. feel confident about being there, and like I made the right decision. So it was hard for me to like connect with a lot of the things I was doing and people I was meeting,、um, despite. Doing it all to try and like be engaged. I think it wasn't until the next summer that I felt like I really had roots, kind of like sink my feet in. Feel grounded. Yeah, and I could just feel start to feel good about some things that are happening. Start to enjoy it. It was like the first time I went to lakes in the city,、mm-hmm. and so starting to swim in the lakes. I don't know. I didn't know about that the first summer, but um.、Okay. You know, swim in the lakes almost like four times a week. Just really being active and feeling good about it, despite there still being like a pandemic. But I think people are <laughs> we're still doing stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, did you had some like very unforgettable first times in your life in Berlin? Like you mentioned, go to the lakes and swim、sure. there. Have you ever done it before? Oh well,、uh, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> it was different before the pandemic. I was going to like a、uh, Kraftwerk, which is like a really cool big venue, and Bergheim and things like that. And those were cool. The spaces were awesome, and I had some firsts of things in there. And、um, yeah. And the lakes, yeah, I'd swim in lakes before, but not really like going around with friends,、mm-hmm. eating stuff, and swimming around in the water. It's really nice. Yeah, first in Berlin, I don't know. I mean, definitely. Okay, I came. I was coming from LA, so、yeah. I had a car always before.、Mm-hmm. I had traffic, and all, you know, a lot of kind of shit about LA. And、um, so coming to Berlin, it was like really, you know, I felt. Very light 
in some ways, despite like just on a material level. I don't know. I don't have a car. I can just get around. I felt like I can just go places. I mean, until the pandemic. But, yeah, you know, there was a feeling of like that kind of uh, like liberation. And I remember the winter before the pandemic, I took a train and just went down and just kept going. Like it was very spontaneous. I just like met somebody and we just, oh, let's train to here. And then we're like, should we go back or should we just keep going south? And we just kept going south until we got to, and like stopping at these places until we got to the Alps and the south of Germany. So that was like, that was pretty cool. I feel like not really specific about Berlin there. Right. You know, I had like gone through a lot of personal stuff in the first year. And through the winter, I kind of dug into myself, you know, without getting details in like ways and levels I'd never like done before mm-hmm. and like really built a lot of creative habits I never had before in like all different aspects. So like by that time that first summer came, I felt like really expansive. And then I created a lot of works between that summer and the winter, including all these films. And so I was very exploratory in my creative life. I feel like I just had a lot of momentum creatively and a lot of space internally by that next year. So like the first year in Berlin was like, you know, really just digging stuff really feeling unconfident about a lot of stuff. and But, you know, I was really earnest in getting through that and it really paid off for the next year. And maybe Berlin helped with all that. I mean, because I was watching some of this film after I sent it to you and yeah. it really brought me back to where I was at that time. Yeah, I'm kind of somewhere else right now, <laughs> to be yeah. honest. So I think, you know, being in Berlin and just like walking a lot more, um, on the transport a lot more and, and I just felt more like on the go and engaged in a way with the city and I'm in LA now and I'm like I you know I drive around and I do all this stuff it is a lot different like feel a lot more isolated in some ways <laughs> yeah going back to the surrender piece yeah, yeah, it's sorry. like a lot no problem it's just randomly going to different directions it's like a lot of what sorry uh, and a lot of green a lot of nature. I feel that is a very going inward, like going into yourself kind of exploration, even though you are in that city. And also you had a lot of background sound of subway of and that Protestant class in different language. I'm very curious about how did you collect that voice? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I think like it wasn't just all the city and everything. I was also in the art program and um Mm. so i was also like being more hyper focused on a lot of subjects you know that i've been interested in for years and years and they just kind of build up and they start connecting together in my own personal ways and like and then the program just gives me like time context to like facilitate for me to really dig into topics so that's what these were really about like I was digging into topics about kinds of stuff dealing with reality, philosophy, like how to position myself, how to connect, all these kind of things in my own like personal ways I was exploring them. I tried embodying them in these films in very spontaneous ways that weren't planned because that was kind of central in the theme of what I was exploring, you know, like kind of these very local in the moment things that are kind of a dialogue between me and the environment that could only be happening like very spontaneously. So that's what these films were. And and so they're very engaged with the city because that was my environment. And so 
I'm very drawn to nature and I love the parks there. So I would just go out into the parks, go out into the city and just kind of engage with it and have like a spontaneous dialogue and then like continue that in the editing process. Very spontaneous, slightly random, losing a bit of control so that there's a dialogue between me and the city. And so that's what maybe comes through in the films. I didn't think about, you know, going to Potsdamer Platz and getting the voices. I just walked past it and uh, pressed <laughs> the buttons and sang with them oh. and things like that. So like, I mean, generally with a lot of my artwork is like that. I mean, it's kind of a common theme for a lot of, ex especially experimentalists, like um, it's the whole happy accident thing or like giving up control and like, oh, wow, these came out better than I could have done on my own. And so like, it was kind of like that with the city, you know, I was like, well, I have my own habits, so that's my where I'm drawn to, and so that's my voice in it. And then the rest of the voice is the environment in those films. So it wasn't a planned thing or anything. It just came through uh, with my like what I was drawn to exploring in the city. I felt like the only way to like explore it for me honestly was to approach it like that and to let go of control because that gave like the opportunity for like real things to happen and the opportunity for like both voices to be there yeah i was trying to have like this kind of almost noise come through this unpredictability to come through and that's kind of revealing of something um and there is one little detail you was focusing on the food and you said why i'm eating so badly and I used to treat myself much better and that little <laughs> made me laugh. <laughs> yeah, I ate so a lot did of your eating habit or your <laughs> like life habit in terms of uh, material wise change after you moved here? <laughs> I mean, I, it was cheaper and I don't know, I just wanted to buy it cheaper okay. and cheaper. I just kept going cheaper mm -hmm. and I ate a lot of fries because there's like there's fries everywhere in Berlin, you know, you're just walking home. Because you're not, like, here I'm driving and you just drive home. It's like, do I want to go somewhere? Not really. That sucks. Like, LA has traffic. But um, mm -hmm. in Berlin, you're already, like, walking to the subway or whatever, the U-Bahn and yeah. stuff. And then you're walking back and you're walking past the Spetti or you're walking past a falafel place and they got fries. <laughs> Just like I'm studying, so I was just like buying cheaper stuff always. And food was generally cheaper, so I was like, I was realized, yeah. like, oh, I'm just eating all this cheap food in <laughs> Berlin all the time yeah. because I, I because I can, in a sense. <laughs> How many notebooks you used in Berlin? In those two years, I guess six or seven I wrote through. But I mean, I drew a lot too, and I would draw and write together. So yeah. something I'm doing a lot less of these days, I have to like try to. I felt like mm -hmm. in Berlin, I mean, I was just in a different headspace, but also mm -hmm. with the non-driving, it's just such a big thing because I was always mm -hmm. on the subway and I was just writing and drawing mm -hmm. the whole time. And I would, I would make a point, like I don't look at my phone on the bus or anything in Berlin and, you know, unless I'm trying to figure, but I, I just generally don't scroll on the phone there. I just always pull out my notebook and draw or write or or I brought a book and read and I was reading. So it's like you had more private time, more time to talk to yourself when you were in Berlin. Yes. A lot of a lot more. Uh, monologues going on. <laughs> Do you miss that? Are you thinking about probably coming back oh, at some um, point? <laughs> well I have to go back in July. 
I'll okay. be there. Looking forward. <laughs> but I'm not really actively thinking about moving there. I have no I don't want to live here like very long. You know, I have some friends here. I have a partner here, mm. of course. So I moved. And I, I'm trying to be active, like, you know, play music with people a lot. But at the same time, you know, I don't want to be here so long, but I'm not really thinking about specifically Berlin. I, I okay, I was watching those films I sent you because I send you them. Yes. And I was getting, oh, I was getting really, like, for the first time, kind of nostalgic. You know? yeah, okay. <laughs> like, oh, I was, like, really digging in a lot more and had a lot more ref- time for reflection in Berlin. And and so in those sense, I really was, like, missing it. And I, and, and I was, like, looking at these films, going to those films, I was with all those friends in it yes. and people I had met. And I was like, wow, yeah, I'm not <laughs> engaging with people like that here so in that way, in those moments, I was like, oh, man, I really want to be there. But then I thought about <laughs> a lot of other stuff <laughs> in okay. Berlin. And a lot of the time, like, I felt also really isolated in a sense. So I think, you know, a lot of it's just more internal mm-hmm. issues. And um, and then I tend to, like, idealize a place when I leave it. Just like when I left L.A. and came to Berlin, I, you know, I really idealized a lot of things. So I don't necessarily feel like... Oh, I gotta go to Berlin. I recognize, like, I idealize um, mm-hmm. things, and then there's all these other stuff that's just like a constant <laughs> struggle inside myself, no matter yeah, what. So that is a lot of mixed feeling, mixed thought about Berlin when you considering yes life living here or living in LA. Yes, I mean, there's it's very flat there. It's hard for me, you know. I can't. Okay, so like, I had this big thing where I came back to visit LA before I moved back and I was just like oh there's so many flowers here in LA and there's these mountains with these views and I I just love having views and elevation changes because I feel something very nice about that and I was really missing that in Berlin you know Berlin's there's a lot less sun it's very flat Uh, it's got that winter thing Uh, (laughs) and I mean you know Things like that were I didn't really vibe so well, but in a social way, I thought Berlin was very cool, and yes. um, and just like the energy, it was very refreshing and uh, very easy to engage with in a sense. There, a lot more effortless in engaging with some things than I find here. A lot more difficulty, but then yeah. again, like because I'm just very aware of like I was with certain people because I was in a program for art, and so. You know, the people I knew there were artists, were musicians, were all very creative, were all trying to figure things out, all young. That was who I would, the personalities, you know, I would think of being there. But obviously walking around the city, you know, you recognize there's a lot of other, (laughs) there's a lot of other worlds there. And, you know, and even I would talk to friends there about things and we're all artists, but we'd all recognize that we're not everybody living in the city. Yes. You know, not even nearly. Or I would meet people that are outside of my program. And they'd be like, oh, you think so much, you know, like this way. Them saying that makes me recognize that definitely the people I was around is not the majority of the city necessarily. There's a good slew of people just to have a good time and party maybe and, and just do the grind. You know, I have friends like that. You know, and then there's a huge history that's still like pretty recent. And pretty obvious in the types of people in Berlin and kind of their viewpoints. So I, I'm not good at 
person to ask this, but yeah, the people I was with, very creative, very driven, very wanting to connect and engage and be very active in many ways, you know, in art, in society. Yeah, things can feel a lot more commercial somehow here. You mean L.A.? Yeah, but it's L.A., okay. you know? It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like the epitome of like a plastic commercially kind of place where literally like dreams are fabricated so that you keep buying stuff. And I mean, it's not the only place like that. And every city has, you know, an element of that going on. I'm just in like a very hyper commercial place here. And everybody thinks of LA as a place like that. And and it is. Okay. So this kind of environment, does it make you also more stressful? Um, I mean, I was in art school, so Mm. (laughs) like, yeah, I have like some stress, but... How much? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I was still, you know, thinking of ways to make money, and I and I was doing. I had really like monetary things outside of school go pretty well when I was okay. there. You know, I, I I have another side of things I do with sound technologies, and that side is like my money mm. side. But I wasn't stressed about it. I I just just getting because I was just trying to do school and then nice opportunities happen. So I just was very lucky in that way. And a lot of my friends is complete opposite, like nightmarish struggle. For me, I was coming from LA to Berlin. So for me, it was a big relief, monetarily speaking, because it's mm-hmm. so expensive here. Okay. And for a lot of other people, it's the opposite. They go to Berlin and it's a lot more expensive. Or my school um, might be really expensive to them. But here in the US, an art school is incredibly expensive. So there's just all these reasons why I think for me, it wasn't, you know, stressful, um, where it can be for a lot of other people. And I'm very like fortunate in that way, and very lucky. And maybe it's also because I'm in school, and like, it's my focus, you know, I kind of planned for it, kind of Mm. planned live for it. It's different if I move there, like some people I know and trying to get a job and um, all this and deal and, and, you know, getting a visa is uh, probably a bit harder when you're not just going for school and you have like, you know, you're already matriculated, matriculated in the program. You know, it's a lot easier to get a visa than when you're going just for work probably. And so my things went a lot smoother than I, I thought they would. The bureaucracy was difficult. (laughs) That was like, that was like the drama when you first, when I first moved, you know, it's like, you need this. Before you get that, you need this. But before you get that, you need this. But before that, you need this. So there's this like weird circle, like, but how do I break in? Because I can't get this without that. But I can't get that without this. So yeah, being sent to next place and to get this and that certificate yeah i think that's why in like the first time in berlin it wasn't about enjoying things it was about like doing stuff so i don't feel stressed about being like deported or something although they probably wouldn't come after me you know i was just paranoid about like you know all these deadlines and they feel like so rigid the deadlines uh, you mean in your program or in terms or, of the bureaucracy? No, yeah, yeah, in bureaucracy, you know, like okay. when you had to get your visa by. Yeah. yeah, yeah, well, you have the to get registration. a meldum before mm. I could get my student visa, you know, oh. and I was like worried, oh, my three months will be up before then because it's 
finding a place, getting registered, and then the things before that, even getting things set up. I mean, which really like weren't insanely bad, just just get paranoid. Um, I mean, you are being very friendly to Berlin. I have this feeling of being me, very kind. I've been very friendly. Yes. Uh, uh, when you describe your experience. Oh, I've, I mean, oh, I'm just nice for the podcast. <laughs> 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 I mean, I had a lot of things I was like, I'm not into in the city. I mean, even before I moved there, I visited and I was like, it was cool, but I don't know if I'm really feeling it. And I still feel like that. There's like a part of the vibe there that's really not me in a certain way. Yes. But I don't really feel like here is it either. I mean, I'm, I I think I'm kind of more of an... I'm doing stuff in cities. They're very interesting. But I'm kind of more of a outside of city, like in my heart of hearts. I'm like, I'm not really... But I mean, cities, a lot of stuff happening, a lot of people. I think that translates to my feelings in Berlin, I definitely like didn't like a lot of things like in terms of, I mean, just in terms of city life, I don't like a lot of in terms of how people don't have time for each other or like, yes. I don't know, or, but it's less so there than here. Here's even worse. But um, and, did you consider yourself a Berliner or do you? No. No, not a single second. <laughs> uh, no, I don't feel like a bad Berliner. Like, I don't know. Like, I just don't have that vibe. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I guess, like, it's all depend on what I think. But mm. I would never, like, for me, have the nerve, even. Like, I didn't. I was there for two years, you know. Like, yes. I mean, I feel like if I thought of, like, a Berliner, Berliner, I think of somebody who grew up there, I guess. I mean, even okay. though it's a very, like, international city, it's full of a lot of people trying to figure things out. But when I think of like a Berlin or Berlin, I think of somebody who's been there for a while, at least, or grown up there. And like, I know that's not really the face of the city, though. And I'm, I know that doesn't and that doesn't necessarily translate to what I think of people living in Berlin. But when I think of a Berliner, that's what I think of, like, somehow, I think of a certain vibe, like, and I, I don't feel like I'm totally it. But I don't feel like that about anywhere. So it's just no. not in that specific question. I, I just never really think about mm-hmm. a Berliner identity when I was there. Okay. You know, and I, I know many people do, you know, yes. like being a Berliner and like what Berlin is. It's like a very big thing, I feel like, for a lot of people when I was there. But for me, it wasn't. I mean, it was in the sense that I was there and I was engaging, but like on an identity level, it wasn't. And when I was there, I always thought like I wouldn't be there for a very long time. When I was there, like I was enjoying it, was connecting it, but I could just feel like it's not really a place I would be for a very long time. Um, it wasn't really for me in the long term. I could just feel that. When people ask, where do you come from? How do you answer this question? <laughs> Is this a reference to my film? But anyway, I, I just say I'm from the U.S. <laughs> okay, <laughs> a very broad answer. Yeah, because mm. I, I didn't live anywhere I specific in U.S. too. I always like move around a lot. Okay, so is there anywhere that makes you feel at home? No. Yeah, I don't have home or hometown. I think like mountainous areas. I don't know if I feel like home, but yeah, I feel like more relating in a way like a, 
I get some more contentment when there's elevation changes. <laughs> I know it's like a really weird thing, but um, that's how I feel. But no, I, I don't. I don't have that home. Okay.、Uh, how about your cat? Does <laughs> she makes you feel? <laughs> I mean,、um, like. <laughs> Yeah, my cat.、Mm. I'm still not with my cat. My cat is with my uncle because、mm. right now I live in a really small room,、mm. and my cat with my uncle has a yard.、Okay. So like, I'd feel, I'd feel really guilty like flying him here to be trapped in my little room. <laughs> so yeah, maybe I would feel more at home with my cat. But that's not reality. Yeah. Have you ever seduced anyone who is considering about moving to Berlin for some time? <laughs> yeah, a bit. Yeah, I mean, there's some friends. They're like, oh, they want to visit. And I, I will talk about stuff, and then, and yeah, they will, they'll be really interested, and um, and I think there are, I think for like for me, I have my own things. I don't know if Berlin would be a good city for me, but for a lot of other friends I have, I think it would be totally a great city for them.、Why? You know, because if they're cool with things in LA, then I'm sure they'll love a lot of things in Berlin. Like for me, I'm not cool with things, a lot of things in LA, and I'm not cool with things in Berlin. But if I have a friend here that's happy here, I'm like, oh, you'll probably like love a lot of stuff in Berlin because, you know, like I don't know, it's like, it just facilitates a lot of. Things people like in LA even more, you know, with going to art museums, music,、um, socializing, being open-minded in 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 a lot of terms, terms of gender, sexuality, and then getting around, and then there's parks, and you know, there's just like a lot of things I could that I see a lot of my friends here would love, you know, living in Berlin. But so I have a friend in Berlin, and I、yeah. met her when I used to live here in LA. And、yeah. when we lived here in LA, before I moved to Berlin, before we both moved there, she would always be like, "Oh, I just want to live in Berlin." You know, she's a very party person. She's like, "I just want to dance and Berkheim and all this、okay. stuff."、Mm-hmm. And she's living in Berlin now, the past years, and she hates. It. <laughs> she's just so miserable there.、Okay. She just wants to live in LA so bad, you know, because you know the ocean, the sun, you know, all、mm-hmm. these things, like the good weed, you know, <laughs> you know. And here, I okay. People here were a lot more paranoid about COVID than when、okay. I was in Berlin, and you know I have my own theories about that. You know, like there's a lot more like callouty kind of things here, and that can be great, like in certain contexts, but it's kind of destructive in some contexts. It's a whole another topic. But with、uh, US, we're doing horrible with COVID at first, and in Germany at first they were doing pretty good. They did good, like relative. There's all this news. So by that first summer in Berlin. People were out at the lakes. People were swimming. People were hanging out, even though there's pandemic. But in the U.S., no, it was different. They're all like, "Oh, we fucked up, and we have Trump, so we gotta like." They're crazy. You know, there's a lot more. You know, people would be walking in a park here without a mask on. People would get upset, and I was like, "Whoa, people are really intense about COVID in the U.S." Like, just like you know, everybody of course was careful and things like that all over, but people just felt like a lot more intense、um, in the U.S. About COVID than in Germany, and it was really noticeable when I came back to visit. Maybe not everywhere in the U.S. Okay, some places they were not. <laughs> Go to Florida. I mean, I don't know. But、um, in in L.A., you know, where it's a very progressive city, 
you know, yes. people are masks and everything. You know, it's very political. And, and it wasn't in, in Germany, too, for sure. And, you know, maybe like we didn't meet in big groups, but I still like met friends a lot, like the whole time, one on one stuff. But here, I mean, some a lot of people might weren't meeting, you know, like even on one on one. And and if they did, it was like it was like they got called out. Or, you know, they got ostracized, you know, by their own friends or like, I have friends here, you know, or even, you know, some people close to me that tell me about the beginning of the pandemic and where they couldn't even go out to meet a partner or things like that in the same city just to meet them one on one. And, you know, and their roommates would like ostracize them for doing something like that. That wasn't my experience in Berlin. In Berlin, like people are still coming over, you know, maybe in smaller groups, but people are still hanging out, you know, <laughs> Sounds like you had a good time in Berlin. <laughs> yeah. In general. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yes. Okay. I shouldn't just say yeah. Yes and no. I'm yes and like, no. Yeah. I'm just that is realizing things. Yeah, that is a more <laughs> not regrettable answer. <laughs> yeah, because um, it was the pandemic, you know, and I I did miss a lot, you know, like. I think about those two years and I, I did like barely, I mean, I did a lot of personal creation, but I didn't do a single show. I didn't do a single installation. I didn't do like, I don't know. I felt like very unaccomplished in a lot of ways and mm -hmm. very like, you know, I was in art school, but I wasn't going to all these art piece openings and uh, and going, meeting people on the campus, you know, because there was none of that. It was all restricted. I think because of the pandemic, it really cast a big shadow of my time there. That's true for everyone. Exactly. <laughs> Living in different places. Hope our podcast brings a little bit light. The summer light from Berlin and the winter light from LA. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> audience. Bingo. I mean, like, I don't really know any people personally that would have a bad time in Berlin. Mm. But that's just because of who I surround myself with. Yes. But I can imagine a lot of people who would um, have trouble or like if you if you're a type of person that really does bad with any kind of German like attitudes or things, maybe not. Although I have a lot of friends in Berlin that like get really tired of German, German, like mostly bureaucracy. You know, some other like, kind of rigid things. But I mean, no, I, I mean, I have a lot of I have German friends there I really like a lot. And I like I like a lot of things about Germany. But like everywhere, I don't like everything. Yeah, there is no perfect place. Yeah, yeah except in your heart. Uh, <laughs> and I just said the home is where your heart of your heart is. Remember? Yeah. That is a very <laughs> lovely thing if you really achieve that state to have a home inside your heart. I mean, like, I personally, like, achieving it, it happens sometimes, and it's great, and life-changing. Sustaining it, that's, like, something I'm always wondering about how I can do. But that's just mm. way another topic. <laughs> yes. yes. Maybe next time when we talk, our another host, Alisa, will be talking about homesickness maybe she can invite you to <laughs> join oh, sure. her i'm yeah. like someone without a home so perfect <laughs> yeah perfect <laughs> i'm just perpetually homesick for a home i don't have <laughs> yeah, i feel you have always bring home with you to everywhere maybe you go to that is impressive <laughs> i don't know if i really agree with you but <laughs> <laughs> 
for from my very subjective perception. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh yeah. I mean, like I have friends that are like, oh, and I think of people in the moment and living their life. Think of you, and I'm like, I don't know who the hell you think I am. <laughs> But thanks for idealizing me. I mean, yeah. for your own purposes. I do it for other people, too. Like, I just totally <laughs> idealize them. And, and it helps me have something to work towards. But really, they're probably not like that at all. Yeah, but, I don't idealize you. Just this aspect, I think you are doing a good job. <laughs> How to get along with yourself in different occasions somehow. <laughs> of course, there are also a lot of afraid. Yeah, a lot of I'm, fear. I'm like hearing it right now. I'm like. I'm just like going through a rough time right now, like very down. So I'm like, oh, I don't know. Okay, I hope so. <laughs> that yeah. is also part of being home. It's not always happiness, always yeah, just that's joy. True. Yeah. So that is all for tonight. Cool. Thanks a lot. And looking forward to having you in person <laughs> this summer. <laughs> Again. <laughs> this summer thanks for having me sorry if it was really all over the place but yeah <laughs> dear all listeners thanks for joining us for the night i hope you enjoyed this episode if there is any questions or ideas you'd love to share you could find us on instagram ephemeralbodies or you could also write us an email you may find all the information of us in the introduction of this episode. Looking forward to hearing from you. Good night, sweet dreams. See you next time. <laughs>